0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Geber. Find me, it's not too difficult, folks, it's at Nick Geber. That's right. That's my Twitter handle. I believe that's what they call it. So, Twitter me. Love to hear from you. Happy Tuesday, December the 17th. Today is Maple Syrup Day. So, you know, personally, I have to tell you, I love maple syrup. From the deep recesses of my soul, I love maple syrup. Today, Maple Syrup Day. So, we're all celebrating, and we're going to celebrate with some big wins today. Got some great cappers in to talk about some of the big games. Coming up, let's talk a little basketball. NBA, more specifically, with the Triple B himself, Bookie Blaster Brown. Tony B joins us here in the studio. And then we're going to talk some bowls. We've got two bowls to talk about, the world-famous Camellia Bowl and then the New Mexico Bowl. We'll also talk a little NCAA basketball with Tony LT Gray Tellez. And finally, no show would be complete, without a full platter of NFL football for you to choose from. That's right, a veritable smorgasbord of free picks in the NFL today. Joe duffman Juffy will join me, and we will talk. Saints we will talk by speaking properly, first of all. (laughs) Texans-Bucks, Saints-Titans, Ravens-Browns, and the Rams-Niners. Those are the NFL games that we're going to talk about as I sip. I'm not telling you what's in here from my brand-new Picks and Parley Studio Mug. Let me tell you what a difference a studio mug makes. Mmm, delicious. Okay, lots of stuff to get to today, but I have to tell you, we're going to give you a lot of free picks on this show. Be sure to write them down, unless you're driving, of course, then don't be a numpty, all right? But you can always get them on this show. We have replays, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and on the podcast network, Believe Podcasts. have to tell you very quickly, we have an absolutely wonderful deal, given that we've got about 40-plus bowl games coming up. We have a bowl special. That's right, expert picks from one capper, a bowl special $1.99. But hold on, wait a minute, it gets better. Add one more capper for just an extra 100 bucks. That's right, one capper $1.99, two cappers 299. dollars You're going to get all the picks you need for this great college bowl season. All right, I'm going to step aside, take a very quick break, and be right back, joined right here in the studio. He doesn't have a mug, by the way, by Triple B. NBA when we come back after this. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm Nick Gieber. You've been waiting for some NBA basketball, and I did promise it to you. By the way, if you're listening to us on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, we welcome you to the show. And if you're watching our live streams, which we do throughout the day, we welcome you as well to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, We'd love to hear from you during the show. Feel free to comment and fill out the comment section. We'll see it here in the studio, and our great production team will put it up on the screen, and I'll do my best to answer it. And once again, as I say every week, rude is okay, but just not too rude. And what that boundary is, by the way, I don't know. We're kind of writing the rules, the rude rules as we go along. All right. I promised to bring him in, and I've done that. You're joining me in the set without a mug because he doesn't qualify for one of these fine Pix and Parley studio mugs right here. Our expert cap at Triple B, Tony Brown. Tony, how's it going?
2: It's going okay. I wish I had a mug, but yeah. that is it's okay. i tell you what.
1: You go perfect <laughs> on these four picks, then I'll ask the boss. He'll think about it. Okay? All right, let's do it then. All right, let's start, shall we? Uh, let's start with the Kings Hornets. The Kings, 12 and 14, 16 and 10 against the spread. Been a mixed uh, season so far for the Kings, coming off a 179 win over the Golden State. Six and nine straight up and 11-4 against the spread. Away from home, that is. The good news is the likely return of DeAndre Fox. They're 15 and 5 against the spread. The last 20 in the Hornets, 12 and 17, 14, 14 and 1 to make it easy against the spread. They lost 85 to 107 to the Pacers. That snapped a three-game winner for them. Six and eight straight up, seven and seven against the spread at home. They're seven and three lost ten in the series. Uh, Batum is likely to return, but Marvin Williams, oh, is out. Yeah. But Marvin Williams is back, so that's possibly. I hear he's back. I called him earlier. Okay. He said he's back. Okay. Well, then with no. a vengeance. He okay. Well, okay. They're under in the last eight games. I got Kings, uh, home. Uh, Kings actually, uh, favorites on the road, road favorites, four and a half points, uh, total 207 points. If you want a mug, you've got to earn it. So let's make some money on this one.
2: All right. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to go with the Kings in this one. It's purely a number play. Uh, both of these teams have been playing, like, up and down, middle of the road basketball. However... Good teams win, and great teams cover. The Kings are 15-5 and five in the last 20 against the spread. Even better, they're 7-1 and one in their last eight against the spread on the road. So, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're just gonna stick with the Kings in that one. However, I also like the total. This is just a little bonus play out there for you guys. I wanna go under 207. Uh, Batum is gone for Charlotte, and maybe, you know, Nick said he talked to him. Yeah, personally, yeah. you never know, Williams might be returning. And then the Kings, you know, they're not a firehouse team. They like to play a lot of good defense. They like to get it in the half court. And um, they have a returning star as well coming back. And so it's going to be a lot of, you know, shaky offense in this one. I don't think they're going to both break the 100 mark. So. I take the Kings with the total, and I take the under in this game.
1: And the Hornets are, have been under in the last eight games. So
2: both of these teams, well, Hornets eight straight in the under, and then for the last two games, both of these teams have been going under. So the under's trending bad in this one.
1: All right, so okay, with the under, good recommendation. Maybe there's a mug in it for you. Let's okay, see. Uh, next up, let's see. Let's do the Lakers Pacers. Lakers, my team, 24 and three, 16-11 against the spread. They're on a nine-one blinding run right now most recently beating Atlanta 101-96. to uh, They're 14-1 and one straight up, eight and seven against the spread away from Staples. Uh, Rondo is likely to be back, but Anthony Davis and Kyle Kuzma, maybe they're question marks, and I haven't called them, but maybe during the break I'll give them a ring. We'll right. see what's happening. Uh, they've been under in eight of 12. The pace is 18 and nine, 14, 11, and 2 against the spread. The three-game win streak. Last outing was a win over the Hornets, speaking of the devil. 11, and 3, seven, five, and 2 against the spread at home. Uh, Diamantis Sabonis is a question mark, and they are under in six of the last seven. Okay, so I don't have a total on this one. But I do have the Lakers as uh, you know road favorites, and that's not a surprise. What is a surprise? It's only two and a half points. Well, it's
2: because, like you said, there's a question mark with Anthony Davis yeah. and Kyle Kuzma. I talked to both of them personally. Oh, and, are they coming? Well, Anthony Davis is going to play. Kyle okay. Kuzma is questionable. Okay. So, but how about
1: to the party later? No, they're both going to miss the party for this. They're game. not coming here to Vegas? No, oh, they yeah. love to come to they Vegas.
2: They do, What's but they need this them? game, man. The Lakers are uh, number well, one in the league. We're going over to
1: that place in Peru. You know yeah, we're the still one. both okay, invited. All right. yeah. Oh, okay, good. Just <laughs> just oh, this it. is all on right. air. Right.
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, the Lakers are uh, they're number one in the league. They only have three losses, and they only have one loss on the road. So even without Kuzma, even without Davis, I think LeBron can take this team out by itself. It's only a two point spread. So that's basically money line. Lakers just need to win by a bucket. This was a, you know, you don't need a capper for this
1: one. You know, goat Man can always get it done, right? You know what I
2: mean? LeBron, the, the goat, <laughs> by himself. And then if he has any help, he can get me, you, and Craig off the streets and win the championship. That's right. My 11 year old. <laughs> by the way,
1: happy birthday, Daniel. Turned 11 on Sunday. Shout How out you? to Love Daniel. Me, big All right. to man. Uh, Let's do next one Orlando Magic versus the Utah Jazz. Orlando 12 and 4, 11 14 and 1 against the spread. Uh, the uh, 130 to 119 win over the Pelicans that snapped a two game loser for him. Four and eight straight up, seven and five against the spread on the road. Five and zero against the spread in the last five games on the road as well. Right. So that's kind of uh, interesting number there. The Jazz—they're on a two-game winner, recording a 114 to 106 victory over the Warriors. Uh, Mike Conley's doubtful with a hamstring injury. They've gone over in four of the last five. Uh, let's see—they're uh, the home favorites, six and a half point home favorites. Total pointage 206. I've not called any of these guys to find out if they're really injured or not. But I'm just gonna take that word for it.
2: Yeah, I don't know anybody from the Jazz or the Magic So I'm gonna have to take the word on the injury report for that one. However, I think I'm gonna go with the Jazz Orlando only beats the bad teams. Like you said, they have a recent win over New Orleans They have a recent win over Golden State Which both teams rank at the bottom of the league in the NBA and before that they dropped three straight Lakers, Houston, and Milwaukee teams yep. that rank at the top of the NBA so It's just like, you got to go with the trends in this one. It's still early in the season. We don't have so, so much to go on where we watched them. Bunch of injuries. They're losing to all the bad teams. I mean, good teams winning against the bad ones. And uh, Utah definitely isn't a bad team. At home, minus five and a half. I like it. It's six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. That changes it. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Just a slip of the tongue. Six and a half, five and a half. I think Utah gets this one by double digits, so we should have no problem.
1: You sly devil you. Okay, next up, Phoenix Suns versus the LA Clippers. The Phoenix, true mid-table mediocrity, as we like to say in the <laughs> football world. Uh, 11 and 14, 14, 10 and 1 against the spread. They're on a two-game winless streak. They lost 119, 121 to the Spurs. They're 5 and 5 straight up. They're 7 and 3 against the spread, both of those away from home. DeAndre Ayton returns after a 25-game drug suspension. Actually, you know what's interesting is right. the drug he took was what they give racehorses to. Uh, what, what's it called? Uh, it's a, a diuretic. Yeah, I know it's what a, you mean. I'm not sure what it's called. It's not like but he's, you know, not like he's. Uh, I don't know. Not
2: like out there on crank or nothing. Like Lamar Odom, it's not like he's taking performance enhancers yeah. to make him better. Like a diuretic, but. I mean, maybe like the MLB, they'll get, you know, smart with this stuff. The MLB just let the pop band go, and the players now know more marijuana. And most of them are
1: stoned. That's why they don't catch the ball as well. But okay, that's fine, you you know, know, lose your job, and that's it. All right, so the (laughs) (laughs) Clippers 20-8. Where, where, where was it that Lamar went? That was that place in Peru. In Pahrung, Are we, are we right. going the there? The same after? place we used okay, to go. Yeah, good. Oh, by the way, uh, Renee, <laughs> uh, Renegade Reed says, Lakers, you don't need a kappa for this one thing. Oh, nice picture. It's kind of scary, but right? okay, good. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, back to the Clippers. Uh, they're coming off uh, a 106-109 loss to the Bulls. They're 13-1 and one straight up, 10-4 against the spread at home. Uh, Lou Williams, oh, this is bad news for them. Uh, Lou Williams, Patrick Beverley, and Jermichael Green are all doubtful for the Clippers. So they do have some injury problems. Uh, no points on this one, but they are big favorites at 12 and a half points, and we'll have to talk about that perump thing in a second.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, all right, let's get this game over so we can do that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about this one, and we're going to take Phoenix. With the 12, don't get overboard. They're not going to win. I don't think they can beat the Clippers outright, even with all those injuries. Yep. But with all those injuries, and those were some of their main defensive players, Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly, those are stoppers. Lou Williams, six man of the year, like perpetual six man of the year, last 10 years in a row. He can start anywhere on any team. These are devastating losses for the Clippers. Not devastating enough for them to lose to a Phoenix team but Phoenix can score, they can't win a lot, they don't play much defense, but man, they can put the ball in the bucket. So 13 points is a whole bunch of points. I think Phoenix keeps it a lot closer than that and they get the cover, but the Clippers get the win. So take Phoenix with the points, our Clippers on the money line if you're into some type of parlay
1: action. All right, uh, there you have it, Triple B. Triple B, you and I will be heading out to the Lamar Odom specialty location. Can't in wait. Later Cannot on. Okay. Wait. can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Triple B, basketball picks from the man here at picksandparleys.net. Check them out on the website. And we do have a special going on for the bowl season. I'll tell you about it when we get back. Right here, picks and parlays.
0: Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays.
1: I know you couldn't wait for me to come back. The seat of your pants. Well, I'm here, folks. Never fear. And if you want to talk to me during the week, you can do that. Find me on Twitter right there. you can see it right below. Whoop, right there, at McGeeber. By the way, if you're listening to us on the radio, you can also watch us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We'd love to see you there or hear you there or whatever it is we do. But we can hear you in the studio. Fill out the comments section. Our wonderful production team will see it, put it up on the screen just like in the last segment, and I'll comment on it. Now, we have a uh, mixed bag coming up next. We're going to do a couple of bowls for you, because it is bowl season, and a couple of college basketball games, because it is also college basketball season. Now, before we get going here and bring on our special guest, Tony L.T. Gray Tellers, I just want to tell you, because he gets embarrassed when I say this in front of him, he's one of our best cappers we have, and right now, you can get his picks at picksandparlays.net. We have a special for the bowl season. That's right. Every bowl game, one capper is $1.99. But if you throw in a, another hundy, you get two cappers for two ninety nine. dollars You cannot beat that deal anywhere and get the picks for the bowl season. All right. Now let's bring him on so he's not embarrassed. Tony, LT Tigre Tellez. <laughs> Welcome.
0: Hey, pleasure to be here, Nick. Talk some college hoops, some college football. Get excited on the bowl starting on Friday. Yeah, let's do it, shall we? Let's start with the college football
1: bowls because, well, it's bowl season. There's bowls aplenty for everybody. And some of these are some of the most well-known, well-known and famous bowls ever. Let's start with the slightly more well-known one, the New Mexico Bowl, which we'll see Central Michigan play SDSU Aztecs. Central Michigan 8-5, and, and one against the spread just one year ago. This team was 1-11. and 11. Now they're 8-5. and five. You know, it's not all that much better. I mean, it's, it's not like they're, you know, it's not like they're 11 and 1. But okay, they lost the MAC championship 26-21. 20, uh, they got to the New Mexico Bowl, though, largely on the back of their quarterback, Quentin uh, Dumadi, who transferred, uh, did three years at Tennessee. So he was kind of like a mercenary, you know, got the training at Tennessee, came back, knocked him dead there. SDSU 9-3, 7-5 against the spread. Tenth straight bowl game, fourth in the nation in defense, allowing just 12.8 points per game. Quarterback issues, though, that's a question mark, as Ray Agnew set out the last game and a redshirt freshman had to take over. So I have San Diego three-and-a-half-point road favorites here. Or not road favorites, it's a bowl. Three-and-a-half-point favorites. Total 41. Tony T., what do you think of this one?
0: Yeah, you, you mentioned there with the defense with San Diego State. I'm going to continue to play the San Diego State team to go under total here at 41. As you mentioned, the Aztecs Stevens has been outstanding. Uh, Give up just 286 yards per game. They come off a 13-3 win to BYU. Held the Cougars just three points. You go back and look at the prior game here against Hawaii, a really bad defensive team. They could only score 11 on Hawaii. And defensively, they held the Rainbow Warriors uh, to only 14 points. And, of course, uh, UNLV team, we know how bad they are. They could only score 20 on them. So, uh, uh, you know, Central Michigan you know they, they pretty much face an average defense in the mac title game miami o a push across just 21 points and lost uh, when you we saw them against a, a really good defensive team in miami they could only put a cr- push across 12 points of course with these mac teams you better go game by game with them because there's a lot of bad teams in the mac and you kind of got you kind of got to throw out it's kind of like horse racing when, when, when uh, you know you've got you got some of these claimers you got to throw those races out you got to throw some of these games out and and not factor them into your handicap and uh, and you'll find when uh, Central Michigan faced yeah. the better defensive teams, their offenses were really limited. So uh, Ryan Agnew looks like they're going to go with him. Uh, Rocky Long wants to play a senior in his final game for San Diego State, even though he's not as effective, only averaging 6.4 yards per pass attempt. Charles Baker will not get the start here. Could see some play if Agnew's ineffective, but still I'm going to take the under 41 in this one.
1: Well, and I'll be honest with some of these teams that go to some of these bowl games to use the horse racing analogy uh, are so poor and so underperforming that they should probably be carted off to the glue factory. But uh, let's move along, shall we? Uh, Next one up, it's the world-famous, world-renowned Camellia Bowl, starring the FIU Panthers and Arkansas State. FIU 6-6, 4-8 against the spread. Struggled away from home, just 0-4 straight up, yet there they are in a bowl game at 6-6. You know this is going to be a Humdinger, uh, second to last in Conference USA East Division. Yet here they are in a bowl game. Okay, Arkansas State seven and five, five and seven against the spread. Ninth straight bowl game. Uh, they do have a game changer though in wide receiver Omar Bayless, who's second in the con- in the country. He's got eighty four receptions, fourteen seventy three receiving yards, sixteen touchdowns. Both teams have played to the over though in 18 of the last 27, so we've got a lot of points on this one. 62 and a half, Tony and uh, Arkansas State are the favorites. Two and a half points.
0: Yeah, I prefer the Arkansas State side laying the two and a half here. I just prefer their offense. You know, the game will be played in Montgomery, Alabama, and uh, may not be the liking of FIU. Uh, that Florida team having to travel there. But the Red Wolves, you mentioned the receiver and the the quarterback is pretty good. Lane Hatcher.
1: Montgomery, Alabama. It's all hot and humid
0: with a lot of bugs. In the wintertime. Oh, (laughs) okay. You know, Red Wolves quarterback Lane Hatcher, six touchdowns, no picks over his past two games. You know, when you look at Hatcher over over the year, 68% completion rating, averaging nearly 10 yards per completed pass. And just the better offense production from this Arkansas State team, averaging nearly 34 points, and 305 yards through the air. Now, you said how did FIU land here. Remember, some of these Conference USA teams, There's some really bad teams in Conference USA, and they beat just about every one of them in UTEP, Old Dominion. Uh, they also beat up on UMass, a horrible team, and they actually put in an FCS goal on their schedule in New Hampshire. So pretty much four bogus wins for FIU, and uh, I just like the Red Wolves, how they, how they close out the season winning four of their final five, and uh, not a very accurate quarterback therefore fiu and james yeah. morgan just 58 percent completion rate when you face a lot of bad teams on your schedule i don't like that i'll go ahead and lay arkansas state minus two and a half well they had four wins against bad teams they only had six wins so it's not saying an awful lot no it's, it's not and of course you only need six wins to get in Of course, we know these bowl games are made for tv and they will you know it's funny you know i i hear some of the, the odds makers talk about some of these you know you see a lot of these mac games these Sun Belt games during the week they get so much more handle than a Laker game will get. So that's the reason why they play these games, just to get a lot of eyeballs. People just love football, even though it's bad football. As I'll, I'll say this every time. Bad football is better than no football. Okay.
1: Take it as you want it. All right. Move along. Let's go to some basketball. This is really the tale of the, the GAC brothers. Oh, dear. Let's talk Providence, Florida. Providence, 6-5, and 3-8 against the spread. Last outing was eighty-two to seventy-eight win over Stony Brook. Uh, they're one and two straight up, zero oh and three against the spread at neutral sites. This is, I believe, in uh, in Brooklyn, isn't it? Yes, two, both games both games we're covering will be in the Barclays Center in yeah, Brooklyn, the New York. Stadium, right. Uh, so they're 0-3 in meetings with Florida, over in four of the last five versus SEC opponents in Florida. Gators 6-3, and 2-7 and seven against the spread. Uh, lost to Butler, that snapped a winning streak for them. They're 3-0 straight up, 2-1 and one against the spread neutral games. Uh, Gorjuk Gak, who I, I believe is a character in The Mandalorian, that Star Wars show on Disney. But Gorjuk Gak is listed as questionable. Uh, total over in four of the last five. Florida, minus four, total Hundred thirty two and a half. Tony T, have your way.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Florida. As we spoke uh, before coming on, we've seen some line movement now up to five, and I have to agree with that line movement. I like Florida here at minus five now. Uh, you know, Gators' recent wins on neutral court to Xavier in Miami. I think they're, the, they're definitely the stronger defensive team. Are these Gators' team holding opponents of 40% and 29% from three? Offensively, they worked the ball well inside, and if you look at their shooting form over their past five games, 48%. But, one thing with Providence, they have dropped five games, really bad losses and step-up games. I mean, they lose at home to Penn, dropped a nine-point decision, a really bad Northwestern team. That Thanksgiving tournament over in Anaheim, the uh, thing they call it the Wooden Classic, they lost to Long Beach State, they, they lost Ooh. to Charleston, they and they got past Pepperdine by only a three points. And I think you're very familiar with those uh, those teams uh, out 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 in SoCal,
1: Nick. I am very familiar with them all. Uh, but both of these teams have gone over in, their la- in the last four or five, actually. Um, so you're thinking under on this one, though, right?
0: Well, I- I'm thinking more on the gator side. I-, I don't really trust the Friars' shooting. This is the problem here with the Friars. You know, when you look at, at Providence, they're usually a three-point shooting team. When they're making their threes, they're pretty good, but they're not making their threes this year, just 33%. They never have a lot of size. They're really thin-bodied, and they're not going to get much inside against Florida. You know, th- you know that's why I cannot make a case for the over, or even the total here, because the Friars are just not making three-point shooting. And uh, you look at their shooting percentage away from home. You take a look at the neutral court games, their games on the road, they're making just 38%, and they fail to cover all five games, uh, all five games on the road and in neutral courts. i got to take Florida here minus a five.
1: You know what, Tony? Burgers and beers, buddy. Burgers and beers. That'll put a little bit of meat on those guys. All right. Okay, let's next up. Uh, Temple Owls versus the Miami, Miami Hurricanes. Uh, Temple 7 and 2, 5 and 4 against the spread. Uh, last outing, they beat St. Joseph's. I don't know if that's a big whoop or not. 2 1, 2 and 1 straight up, 3 0 against the spread, neutral sites, 1 and 2 with meetings with Miami. They're 6 and 1, though, as favorites, and they've gone under the total in 8 of 10. For Miami, well, Speaking of GACs, they got their own GAC, ten GAC. He's out for the season. Both the GACs have gone away. I guess they got a bad case of GAC. On a two-game winning streak, though, beating Alabama, 84-74, 1-2 straight up, 0-3 against the spread neutral sites. Uh, they're over in the last four or five. Temple are the favorites, but not big ones. It's two and a half points, favorites for Temple, and a total pointage of 141 and a half. You've got about a minute and a half, Tony, about a minute.
0: Yeah. I'll go ahead and take Temple here, minus two. They're the better defensive team. Boy, they just smother teams. They're holding teams over their past. Is that down to two now? Yes, it's down to two now. Okay. Yeah, down to two. Minus two. uh, Over their past five games, Temple's holding teams just 34% shooting. They've covered five of their past six after blowing out St. Joe's. And they have some notable wins. Uh, You like this win. They went on the road and beat USC. Then they have neutral court wins at Texas A&M and Davidson. But Miami, you know, losses by 13 points or greater in step-up games in Maryland, Florida, and UConn. They don't defend the paint very well. They struggle rebounding rebound the basketball. They fail to cover four or five. And past five, 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 past five games, allowing a 51% shooting, I'll give me the defensive team here, Temple minus two. Tony T, always a pleasure and a privilege. Great to have you on. Tony T, one
1: of our star cappers at picksandparleys.net. By the way, he's got a great podcast. You want to check it out. You can also check out all the podcasts at both our site, picksandparleys.net, and at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V Podcast Network. We'll see you there. Coming up, we're going to talk a little NFL. The Duff Man cometh. Do not worry. Joe Duffy, after the break.
0: Welcome back, Picks
1: and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we are each and every weekday from 4 p.m. Pacific. Well, excuse me, 4 p.m. on the East Coast, 1 p.m. Pacific. You know, I'll get it right at some point. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. We also stream live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Geber. Look, I promised you some NFL, and I promised you Joe Duffy, and we had to find him. We did drag him kicking and screaming. From his weekly get together with the boys it was all mimosas and boggle but we got him here anyway duffman thanks for thanks for showing up to talk a
3: little nfl no i was at the division of motor vehicles getting my name legally changed on my driver's license to sean and now you tell me i'm back to joe duffy again
1: well sean joe you know it's all the same as long as you're winning right and i believe you are
3: Yes, that's what we're doing at picksandparleys.net, Joe Duffy's Picks.
1: All right, Joe, let's go. Let's get to it, shall we? Let's start. We have uh, four games. Let's start with uh, Texans. By the way,
3: how was the mimosas? Uh, No, I don't drink mimosas. I drink uh, IPAs for sure. Oh, Uh, sure you do.
1: Yes, you do. With the pinky. Yeah, you know you do. Okay. Uh, Texans. Texans at Buccaneers. Uh, you can regress that to the mean if you want. All right, Texans at Buccaneers. Uh, Texans nine and five, seven and seven against the spread, coming off a win over the Titans. Four, four and three straight up, five and two against the spread. Both of those away from home. Totals gone under in five of the last seven. Uh, for the Bucs seven and seven, five eight and one. But neither of these teams are really tearing it up, are they? I guess the Texans are having a better season. Uh, they've won four in a row, including Sunday's 38-17 win over the Lions. Two and four straight up, oh five and one against the spread at home. Got a lot of injuries, though, Duffman. Uh, Bo Allen, uh, DeMora, uh, Donovan Smith, uh, Chris Goodwin, Scotty Miller, Anthony Nelson. Uh, they're all doubtful. Uh, total's gone over an 11 of 12. I'm just wondering with all these injuries for the Bucs, you know, uh, we've got a total pointage of 51. Uh, the Texans are road favorites at two and a half points.
3: Yeah, and, and speaking of injuries, there's even some talk. Some talk that J.J. Watt could return this weekend for the Texans. I mean, look, that's a possibility. They'd certainly like to get him some playing time before the playoffs if he can can come back. They've been saying that he's been working hard, and there is that possibility he's going to play. Yeah, Mike Evans and uh, Chris Godwin both doubtful for Tampa, so that's one of the reasons where the look-ahead line was a pick, but now Tampa is getting two and a half. Evans is 67 catches. Godwin with 86 catches, so – if both of those guys can't play, uh, suffice to say, humongous injuries. Look, Jameis Winston, talk about feast or famine, leads the league, of course, in interceptions. But when he's not throwing interceptions, he's making big plays. So it's it's either way. He completes it to his own team for big plays, sometimes to the other team for big plays. But if he's without those two big targets, he might wind up making some very bad decisions against this Houston defense, especially, especially – and that possibility that J.J. Uh, Watt could be in his face. Uh, going against bad defenses off of a win, and Tampa would qualify in this situation to fade them 144-86-5, so therefore that would favor Houston. Also, well, T- Tampa has been tearing it up lately. They've scored 28 points or more in six of their last seven, and teams under those circumstances, though, are a fade of 79-49, and so that would favor Houston. Also, teams in such a high-scoring streak go under 73 and 54. Um, Houston, though, what I'm worried about, Houston, they might wind up resting some players. In the case of J.J. Watt, they just got to get him some some reps, so they're not going to rest him. But they might wind up resting some players. They have not officially clinched their division. It would take a lot for them not to, but maybe, you know, m- maybe they want to make it official this weekend. Still, all in all, especially with the Tampa Bay uh, injuries, I will go with the small road favorite. Well, would you bring him on,
1: let you get a nice lead up if you can do it, and then bring him off? Because you don't want to get him injured.
3: No, I, I think if, if anything, under the ideal circumstances, they'd maybe like to have him take about 20 snaps or so. But look, they're going to need him to go in a deep playoff run. And, you know, I'm sure the doctors will, will check him out. But he, he's an absolute beast. But as far as him playing, you know, the normal number of snaps, I, I don't know. The tea leaves, it's early in the week. I'm not so sure he'll play. I can certainly say he's not going to play you know, any more than half his normal number of snaps. Well,
1: I'll just give him a shot and put him back out. he will be good to go. Okay, next up. Uh, Throw some dirt of, on it. Yeah, exactly. Spe- next up, speaking of injuries, let's talk about it. Rams at Niners. Despite losing to the Falcons, the Niners are still favorites for this one. Uh, the Rams are 8-6, 9-5 and, six, nine and five against the spread. They got murdered by the Cowboys, 44-21, and they were one-point road favorites. How about that one? Uh, they're four and three straight up and five and two against the spread away from home. The first time since 2016, the Rams have been road dogs of six and a half points or more. Duffy, you look shocked, or did we lose you? I think we lost Joe Duffy. We did lose Joe Duffy. Well, well, I'm sure we'll get him back because I'm looking at him on the screen and he's frozen. It looks like he's been cryogenically frozen, and that's good because we can unfreeze him when we need him. We are talking Rams at Niners. Uh we were talking about the Rams. I said it's the first time since 16 that they've been road dogs of six and a half points or more. And for the Niners, they're 11 and 3, a 5 and 1 against the spread. They're coming off a very, very close 29 to 22 loss to the Falcons. But here's the thing with the Niners they have a lot of defensive injuries. Uh, Richard Sherman, Kwan Williams, D. Ford, Julian Taylor, DJ Jones. They're all doubtful for this game. And that's a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the football. Uh, this is the defense Defense that held the Rams to only seven points earlier this season. I don't think it's going to look the same this season. Uh, let's see if we can get Duffy back. Uh, if not, we'll bring in El Huapo, and we'll see what he has to say. He's been listening to the show, and, you know, I'm not an expert handicapper, trust me, but he is. So uh, let's bring Craig on, and uh, we'll give him a microphone because we have one of those. Uh, I've got one for you right here. I don't know what happened to Duffy. Maybe he got abducted by aliens and they're doing that probing thing right now.
4: What, what do you think? I don't know about aliens. I'm not an alien expert. only a football expert. All
1: right. So let's talk about the Rams at Niners. Uh, by the way, welcome in. Uh, great pinch hitter here. El Huapo, Craig Trapp. Craig, Rams at Niners. A lot of defensive inju- injuries for the Niners. I mean, uh, they're probably still going to win this game. But oh, well, that's
4: maybe what we thought last week, right? But uh, what does that do for the total? Well, I think it's more about the division matchup. These teams are built to beat each other. So I always throw the records out the window, injuries out the window. Um, I mean, these teams play each other close. That's just what they are built to do. And I think the Rams are are playing still for pride. I mean, this is a team that was in the Super Bowl yeah. last year. Um, the 49ers have already locked up the, uh, the playoff spot, which is, of course, first time in five years. So, if I was at this one, I would be probably playing the under here. I think it's going to be a lot closer game than what people think. And like I said, these teams are built to stop each other, uh, built to play against each other. I think this is going to be a defensive battle.
1: Well, let's play this one on the fly because we actually have uh, Duffman back. Why don't we put Duffman on along with you, and we can find you a way to listen to him, and uh, we can go three. We, can we do that, Andrew? That no. would be great. All right, so let's get back to Joe Duffy, Duffman. We lost yeah, I don't. I don't
3: know what happened there. I. I couldn't hear. I don't know well, if it was on we you but... were
1: abducted by aliens, and you were in the middle of that probing thing they like to do. I think that's what. Yes. Uh, well,
3: I did that at the doctor last week, but that's another <laughs> story <laughs> altogether.
1: What did you turn around Move. and say, "Hey, doc, next time it's my turn"? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay, for sure. I,
3: I don't know why the doctor, uh, you know, had her hands on my shoulder, but. Uh, oh.
1: Uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, we're talking about the Rams at Niners here. Um, yeah. Basically, got a lot of defensive injuries on the Niners, and I asked wapo because he he stood in for you here in that little segment how that was going to affect the total he didn't seem to think that was going to affect the total what do you think
3: yeah uh, this is one of those where there are certainly some injuries here but of course get a little bit closer to game time to see how those uh, updates are going but I really like the side here more so than the total teams off of a loss as a large favorite or 101 in 70 uh, that would favor the 49ers to bounce back here Consecutive road games team off of a loss 315, 218 and 11. That would favor the Rams. And I'm finally going to use that term that you like a late season regression to mean based on Thank ATS you. margin is 140, 96 and 8. That would favor the Rams. And this, we talked about this uh, last week, St. Nicholas, which surprised me, but going against teams that are a much better running team late in the season is actually a good play going against the superior running team is 82 50 and two that would favor the rams and also even more surprisingly a defense that spent more time on the field they don't wear down at least if, if they do the odds makers overreact teams that have spent a lot more time on the field defensively are 125 80 and three that all points towards the rams i think the rams last week's game they're Greatly undervalued. Of course, the 49ers were upset too, but a lot more competitive against an erratic team. But the Rams look much worse. I think the Rams are a little undervalued. and They will cover the huge number. All right, uh, let's move on.
1: Next game. Let's make it quick. We got uh, t- yeah. I got two expert cappers here. By the way, special going on right now. One ninety nine, you get one. But if you want both, how are we doing this? Both. There we go. Two ninety nine. How about that? I feel like a pimp, by the way. College football balls. <laughs> College, Balls only, college football bowls only. All right, uh, guys, Ravens are Browns. Ravens, this is Beauty and the Beast. Beauty, 12-2, 8-5-1 against the spread. They won 10 in a row. They tonked off the Jets, 42-21. They lead the league in scoring, rushing, time on the field. I mean, and a whole bunch of other stats as well. They're 6-1, 3-4 against the spread away. Uh, they're 16-4 <laughs> and four straight up against Beast, which is the Browns. They're just not very good. Sorry, Craig. Uh, lost, uh, I hate the Browns. Oh, you hate them. I'm okay, the good. Bengals guy. Oh yeah, Bengals guy. That's right. Twenty four thirty eight to Arizona. I don't even need to give you this nonsense on the Browns. They suck. That's all you need to know. Uh we've got total points of forty eight. Ravens 10. minus ten, ten point favorites. Uh let's start with you, Craig.
4: I Craig. think the key in Craig. this one is all gonna be about the the pride of the Browns. Obviously, not much to play for. Do they have any? Uh didn't play like it last week. Freddie Kitchens uh maybe on the way out after one season. Um the Ravens, you know, they still have a lot to play for here. Uh, Ravens are going for, of course, the number one overall seed and need to continue to win to lock up this one. I think they lock up that overall number one seed. So I think if I'm going to play this one, I think you got to play Baltimore again. I, 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 stayed, I went against them last week on Thursday night with the, all the points on the other side. Jets didn't uh, even show up. I think the Ravens win and win big again. Duffy.
3: Yeah, this is a bad spread team, to a good one. The bad spread team is 193, 114, and thirteen i'm sure you know i don't know if harbaugh is going to really show his hand or not later in the week but you got to think if there's one player in the league that you want to give some rest it's a quarterback that runs the ball all the time i really think there's all the motivation in the world to be very conservative with lamar jackson put the reins on him he's already set all the personal records and home uh home double digit dogs in week 15 or later 28 and 15 though Admittedly, only four and five since 2014. I don't know. Like I said, if there's any player in the league that you got to think is they're going to be very conservative with until the playoffs, any team, it's got to be Lamar Jackson. And again, you know, Cleveland's playing for pride. It's a chance to be kind of a little bit of a spoiler, go out on a high note, although, you know, Freddie Kitchens, I think, is done, and it's really how much the players are going to play for him. But I haven't really heard that they want him out. They dislike him. So, yes, yeah, sometimes you've got to win ugly. going to win ugly here.
1: All right, guys, they're going to win ugly. you talk about the Ravens are going to win ugly, of
3: course. Well, right? Well, no, yeah, they'll, they'll you know. win ugly. Don't, don't, cover, don't
1: shock me like that. I'll no, fall we're off the back of this chair. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to win our bet ugly. We're going to win our bet ugly. That's what I want to talk yeah. about. All right, guys, so there you have it. We have run out of time, so we're going to skip the last game. We'll bring it to you tomorrow, so don't worry about it. But I do have to say this. Craig, thank you for pinch hitting. Great to have you on. Uh, Duff Man, always great to have you as well. These are two of our star handicappers, as well as the boss man himself, by the way. You can get their picks right now at picksandparleys.net. The bowl special, bowl games only, and there are a ton of them. How many? 40-something, Greg? 42, I think. 42? 42, of which you probably only heard of about 10 of them. The rest are like the Camellia Bowl and the Tidy Bowl and the oh, Oshinoya the bowl, Beat Bowl yeah. and all the rest of this stuff. But we do cover them all. They're a great way to make a little money, and our expert cappers are there for you. So right now the special is as follows. One capper, one ninety-nine, all bowl games. But wait, you get two cappers at $100. bucks, two 2 cappers, all bowl games. Great deal. In case you missed any of our picks in this show, in this segment, don't, uh, don't worry about it. We're going to recap them, or I'll recap them, right after the break on Picks and Parlays. Welcome back, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Eber. I hope you've enjoyed the show. We've given you a lot of free picks here on the show. And uh, you probably missed some of them, and you probably listened to this going, oh, I wanted I wanted Triple B's NBA picks, but I came in late and I missed them. Well, never mind. I'm going to recap all the picks for you right now on the show. So in case you haven't been listening, and if you haven't, shame on you, but never mind anyway. Here they are. Let's start with Tony Brown, Triple B. Here are his picks. We started off with Lakers Pacers. He said, take Lakers, minus three and a half. Then Kings at Hornets, take the Kings, minus four and a half. Magic at Jazz, take the Jazz, minus five and a half. And Sons of Clippers, take the Clippers, minus 12 and a half. All right, then we had on El Gray A couple of ball games, a couple of NCAA basketball games. So let's start with the basketball. Florida versus Providence. This is the two games with the Gack brothers, neither of them who are playing. Take Florida, minus five. Miami Temple, take Temple, minus two. And for the bowls, Central Michigan versus San Diego State University, Aztecs, not the Spartans, excuse me. Uh, Take the under 41. And then finally, the Camellia Bowl, FIU versus Arkansas State. That is the Camellia Bowl one, right? Anyway, take Arkansas State, minus two and a half. Did anyone even know what the Camellia Ball existed until I mentioned it? But okay, Joe Duffy's NFL picks. Texans at Bucks take the Texans minus two and a half. Rams at Niners take Rams plus six. Ravens at Browns take uh, the points plus ten. That would be the Browns. And uh, Saints at Titans, which we didn't cover, but he said take plus two. Okay, there you have it. There are picks. And just to make it easy, every day, Monday through Friday, we're right here on Sports Byline Live. 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 Eastern, and streaming live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We certainly hope you will make us a regular part of your week and certainly a regular part of your sports betting plans because if you're going to bet on sports, you best with the, you better bet with the best intelligence possible, the best sports information from the best experts and analysts, and we have them here at Picks and Parlays. Once again, college bowl special, all bowl games, one cap of $199, 2 cap is $299. Go to picksandparlays.net. Get it right now. Also, a lot of free picks for you as well. All right, until tomorrow, folks, enjoy the sports. Bet wisely. And as always, bet, win, repeat.